Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, an inspirational podcast about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Here's your host, Shane Lakita. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Liquid Shano, Coffee Talk, all the good stuff that we're talking about here. I just wanted to kick this whole episode off to let you know it's an interview episode. It's an interview that I did with a a good friend of mine and Ben over from TikTok and the different things that he's working on, the different things that he's been through, the overcoming adversity piece around running a business around time of COVID, understanding how social media has been helping that kind of stuff and whatever it is that he was able to lend some insight towards being the best version of yourself and continuing to fight for the good fight and continuing to go down the road of just being a positive influence in general. So I wanted to share that with you because I think that I wanted to kick this off here today because I told you, I promised you once before that I'm going to try to continue to bring people in that inspire me in some form or fashion. And I'll be uh, going on his podcast soon. Uh, I think it's probably going to be in about a week or so, I think, maybe around that time frame. I'm not really sure exactly what the date is, but uh, I'll let you guys know all about the details around that too. So so listen up, guys. Uh, t- take your time. It's about an hour-long podcast, but it's a great way to be able to just learn some insight from somebody else that has, uh, has done it out there working hard and trying to be able to achieve the American dream and do everything he needs to do. He's a dad. He's a He's a, a, or just a good dude, an entertainer, a social media influencer, but also a business owner and, and trying to be able to reinvent the way that the business is done in the, in the field that he's in. So listen to the podcast. I hope you're inspired by it like I was. And uh, let's go out and uh, do some great things, guys. We'll talk soon. See ya. Okay, friends, listen, uh, welcome back to another episode of Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. As many of you know, uh, I told you I'm going to be bringing some pretty stellar people on my podcast here to be able to do some interviews with. I've done everybody from, I know we've had Faith on here. We have Java Johns. We had on here, we had Madeline Janelle. We had Joe Tang, a lot of others. And the guy that I have here today is another great person to be able to tap the brain of, to get right into the way that he he's wound and everything else. He's a really good guy. I met him on TikTok. We, uh, we, we both have a really, really loyal following on TikTok and we, we jump into each other's lives and we really supported each other. But I thought it'd be great to have him on the podcast today to be able to sit down and find out what his story is all about, what he stands for. Maybe you can meet somebody new here as we're, we're going throughout this whole thing. And then just hear from people that have uh, either been successful or are striving like hell to be successful as they move things forward. So I want to welcome Ben. Ben, welcome to the show, my friend. Uh, welcome aboard, buddy. How you doing? I'm freaking awesome, Shane. And I need you to know, I'm so excited to do this with you. Like, that, <laughs> and I think the setup was last night on your on your live. It was just a vibe. Like it was. It was just, the funny thing was, is I'm sitting there watching a rerun of a base of the College World Series, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, I was like, well, I don't need to listen to the sound because I'd already seen this, and I was like, and it's not one of my teams. So I was like, I'm just gonna listen to this music and have Shane, and and then you know you're just you're doing your your uh, requests, and I just I, I, it's just total vibe. I loved it. I loved dude, it, dude. I did. I just started doing those uh, those requests lives for music wise because I used to just go live and just be jamming with people and talking to people and whatever. But I started doing the music requests, and I'll tell you, man, like so many people on a Tuesday night, right about mid midpoint of the week, just want to relax, and they come in there and they don't say anything. They chill out. We jam out to some music and we just have some fun. And they're like, oh, I get to listen to some '80s or some '90s 
50s or 60s or whatever else, man. It's so much fun, man. It's a good vibe. No, it's awesome. And and I agree with the loyal, the loyal followers. They're they're so cool. They're so I know, man. The coolest. I, yeah, I, so so let's talk about that, right? So let, let's talk about everything in general. We're gonna we're gonna go over from from beginning to end, but let's talk about how you and I met. We met on an app called TikTok. If any of you don't know what TikTok is, it's an app that a lot of people say that the kids are on there dancing and they're doing all kinds of stuff too, and it's being taken over by a lot of Gen Xers and a lot of all of us millennial or late millennials and Gen Zs and whatever else you want to call it. But we're on there, man. So tell me what brought you and what you took you to TikTok in general, man. That's where I met you. But what? Tell me a little bit of that story. Well, and this is a neat one, I think, because it, it has some twists and turns with COVID in it. No doubt about it. You know. Yeah. Um, at the end, so for those of you who don't know, I am the owner of Box Painting LLC here in the state of Oregon. And at the end of each painting season, something that I do as the owner is I will go through for about a month or two. And I will take time to digest the business and understand what happened last year, last season, and then be prepared for the actionable items I want to do moving forward. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in 2019, we had our biggest year, biggest year yet. We painted about 167 different projects and it was, it was awesome. It was a great year. The frustration I had with it was that my social media presence did not match what was going on out in the real world. Um, and, and what I mean by that very specifically is I would post before and after pictures. It would get four likes on Facebook, right? One of them is my mom. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks mom. Thanks mom. Mom doing her do supporting the son. Right. But it was frustrating because for me as an entrepreneur, if I don't see success with something, then I'm not going to do that thing anymore. Yep. But the flip side of that, that's that can also be very detrimental, right? Because it is. you've got to find a new way. And as part of my learning and my growth at the end of 2019, I started listening to Gary Vaynerchuk. And uh, Gary Vaynerchuk has a book called Crushing It. And as part of his content at the end of 2019 that I was listening to was that Gary thought TikTok was going to be huge. Gary, Gary, he was convinced that TikTok was going to be big. And I'd never done social media before, never created content like that. But I thought to myself, well, here we go. If I'm going to do it, then I need to be the one to do it. I can't delegate this responsibility. I thought my content was going to be DIY tips and tricks. I thought it was going to be me, you know, walking around the house, showing them what I'm looking for, you know, what, whatever. Yep. And, and then COVID strikes, right? March, oh, yeah. I, I, my TikTok anniversary, right? I don't know if you know yours, but mine's February 27th. Right. Oh, mine, mine, I think was February 1st or February 2nd. So we've been it's almost the same amount of time. Yeah. Right. So February 27th, boom, it hits. Uh, I didn't actually make content for a couple of weeks. And the first bit of content I made was actually the Kevin Hart sound where it, he's in my daughter's in the background playing my his daughter's part. And uh, I woke up that next morning. I think I had a thousand followers. And I was like, well, that's wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, OK, so. I started making more content, just funny stuff. And a lot of it had to do with, I would use, cause now all of a sudden I'm, I'm because I can run my own business from home and COVID has slowed things down. I was now the teacher at home. And so a lot of the content that I was creating was with my daughter and my son and we're doing office clips back and forth. My daughter's playing Jim Halpert's part, right? Nice. And, it's, and it's just, it's, it's a lot of side eye. It's a lot of looks. And yeah. bless my daughter's heart, she kills it. She absolutely kills it. 
And uh, it just kind of took off from there. And the funny stuff stuck. And then I would start doing some of the DIY stuff and, and all those tips that I give out. But really, it came down to when COVID hit, one of the things that I made a very conscious effort at was I chose not to be negative about it. Listen, right. I'm a business owner. This hurt. Last oh, year, yeah. 2020, yeah. It, cut, it cut revenue in half. Yeah. In half. And there are two ways you can choose to go about that. Two ways mm -hmm. and only two ways. There's no middle. It's either positivity or negativity. You stay in the middle and it's ultimately negative. Right. So for me, the concept was let's move forward on a positive step, regardless of what's going to happen in the outside world and see where, where this goes. Uh, by the time we get to, you know, July, I'm sitting around 40,000 followers and that's great growth though. That's great growth. Yeah. And it was, it was weird because I also started having people ask me for merchandise. They're like, do you sell your merchandise? I'm like, no, this was this, this bomb pop look I got going right now. This was all <laughs> me. This is <laughs> just me. And yeah. You know, all of a sudden, I've got people in Finland buying merch. I got people in Australia. I'm like, this is nuts. And I was so humbled by it, too, because this yeah. is my logo. This, this had nothing to do with anybody else. And to purchase somebody's merchandise uh, that, that only for making them smile, I I, it was humbling beyond belief. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of how it all started. And well, let me let me ask you this though. Let me ask you this. So when I watch your when I when I watch your content, I I don't see a lot of the tips and the pointers. I don't see any of that stuff. I see a lot of the comedy. I see a lot of the humor. Yeah. Although you're very smart, just like you'll see a lot in my videos where I incorporate the podcast or the microphone or some sort of you know, I bring it into a lot of my videos because I want people to know this is what I do, but you, you're very smart with it too, because you'll do a funny dance video or a funny, whatever you're doing. And there's always painting going on. You're outside of a house. You're looking at colors of houses. You're doing whatever it is. So you're very smart and strategic. Did you go into it with that? Uh, like, did you, no. is that what you imagined or it did it change and morph as you went? Totally changed and morphed. <laughs> yeah. Here's the deal, right? Uh, my now ex-wife, Hannah, she actually was asked by one of her coworkers, like, as I'm getting ready to do TikTok, she's like, she gets asked, so is he going to do the dances? Is he going to do the dances? <laughs> and my, my, my ex-wife, Hannah, she says, no, he's not going to do the dances. He's here to do DIY stuff. It was me coming out of my shell. There's yeah. no doubt about it. It was me coming out of my shell because you really don't see dances kick off until we get into the summertime. Right. Where all of a sudden, I'm comfortable just standing outside of a, a house in a neighborhood with, you know, and there's multiple cameras now. Everybody's got security cameras and they <laughs> all the time. There's some TikToks on that too. And then, you know, the other thing was, is I think for me, uh, I was definitely nervous to start giving, giving out, uh, giving out advice on how to do things. I know how I like to do things, but anytime you give advice, now you've given opinion. Now you've opened yourself up to the idea that others are going to differ with that opinion. And in the world of the box dad, I don't get negative comments on there a lot. It's, mm -hmm. it's not a lot of negativity. And if it is, it gets deleted immediately. You don't even get yeah. a I'm not going to give you the light of day. So, yeah. 
there was nervousness there, but as I came out of that shell, definitely started getting comfortable. And and you would have never you would have never done that before, right? Like seriously, no. dancing in public in front of me, me neither, dude. I, I listen, I'm not a dancing. I don't dance anything. I might do the the old man shoulder shoulder twist like this kind of thing, like this, the overbite like this, right? <laughs> I might, I might, do, I might do those kind of things. But one of the things that I always do is I, I, I tell my wife all the time. I said, "Babe, listen, I, I literally come out of my shell when I'm doing these lip syncing thing. I used to when I first got on the app. I'm like, these people that lip sync are they're super talented. There's no way I can do do any of those. And then as you're practicing and you're having fun with it and you're getting a little bit of traction and people love what you're doing, it's yeah. almost like a it's a it's a growth. Like we're growing as we're going along this ride that's there. And I'm in the same boat as you Ben. I, I don't get a lot of negativity i don't you know just because i don't promote that i don't talk about it i don't get involved with that stuff and they get deleted the only thing that i can see sometimes you have some trolls that might pop in every once in a while that say oh this this video is really popular so i'm going to make a, a comment like a sarcastic you know smart ass remark and i go okay that's going to be deleted right now but it's interesting because i love what you just said a second ago is that you took it as an opportunity to grow within the confines of what you were at. Listen, I didn't have no idea I'd be doing some lip syncs. I'd be doing anything like this. And now what I'm finding is that I've got a whole group of people now that are popping over to the podcast mm-hmm. because they see that I, that, that, I'm, that I do podcasts and I do air post every once in a while to be able to bring that in. And they're like, like last night when you were in the live, there was a bunch of people who said, I listened to this week's. It was so good. Uh, thank you so much for, I'm like, wow, man, this is, I never would have thought that TikTok would be a realm for that for me, but it's another social media aspect that people don't give enough credit when, when, when they want to get involved, you know? Absolutely. I agree on the credit part too, wholeheartedly. Like right. it's, it's, and it's this world that, you know, for me, it's, you get to create the world you want to see, you know, like I, I, and I enjoy that concept that it's positivity first. It yeah. smiles first. We move forward with the smile. And don't get me wrong. I don't wake up every day with that smile on my face and <laughs> ready to go. But I do make an active choice at that time. You know, you make the active choice. You understand. How do you do that? How do you do that, Ben? Like, tell me, tell me your process in the morning, because I'll tell you mine in a minute. But how do you wake up every morning and make the conscious choice or make the effort? What do you use as like maybe a guideline to get there? Mine is all about structure. Mine comes from structure. I, uh, for those, my followers are going to laugh about this. So I am a scheduler and a planner to a T, meaning yeah. when I look at my calendar, it is color coded and the colors, the colors involve, there's meaning behind the colors and how mm-hmm. it comes out. Um, and when I look at my calendar, the first thing in the morning, I'm looking at that calendar. It's, it says workout. I'm normally yep. up. 4.35 a.m. And, and we hit that workout first. It's just cleansing to enter that entire day. So, and, and I'm not going to sit, not, like, listen, I, I'm rocking the dad body here, you know, below <laughs> the screen. Don't think for a second that I'm, 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 I'm doing a whole bunch of stuff out there. It's not like yeah. that, but it is activity. It is staying active. And it is that choice, I believe, in, in with my calendaring and with the workout that just gets me in the place I need to be before we step forward into the potential, the potential for negativity, because yeah. when we're working out, that's the choice. You're, you're, you're choosing to work out, mm. make that choice. And then after that, after that, whatever comes at you is going to come at you that day. The potential for negativity is out there, whether you absorb it or not, that's, that's going to be on you, you know? And so 
by the time we get to, you know, 7.30, 8 a.m., I'm a coffee cup deep, breakfast is in me, and I'm firing on all the cylinders. Uh, and I really, really enjoy that level of structure. And if I'm 100% on that, if I don't have the structure of it, it certainly causes me to get that, that anxiety up. Like I can, I know when I'm getting anxiety because my schedule's out of whack or I haven't planned for what's coming next week or what I'm expecting. Right. Week, so. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting because I, I have, I have two camps of people that listen to the podcast or I talk to a lot of, and a lot of people will ask me the question, I'm a schedule person, but the schedule ends up being a detriment for me because then I, I can't check off the boxes or if I miss an appointment or something doesn't go through the way that it needs to go through, I then start to snowball into this negative landscape that I live in all the time. So I always try to tell them, I say, listen, scheduling is good. My calendar, just like you, Ben, I, I have color codes. I have family codes. My wife puts stuff in there to remind me you need to make this happen or that happen. I'm like, good to go work related and everything. But one of the things that I try to do is I try to tell people, give yourself grace sometimes because mm-hmm. you might not be able to make that appointment, but it's there for you to know it's there, right? So if the alarm goes off or the calendar appointment comes through, great, awesome. You know what? I'm on it. I can really work hard at it. I can stop what I'm doing to be able to try to do it. But if I can't, give yourself grace to maybe maybe change the appointment or mm-hmm. change the time or adjust and pivot to, to make it a little bit differently. And I try to share that with people because I get that question all the time of, I can't stick the schedules, man. Like, like it's impossible, you know? It is. And don't get me wrong. When we talk about sticking the schedules, right? It, I don't, I, it's tough for me too, no matter yeah. what. It's, it's a hard thing. But what I will say is that within the calendaring aspect, right? And, and when you're putting schedules in and things like that, you know when you're going to be late or you're going to miss an appointment. It happens. It happens right. for me too. And as that's that's approaching, the very least you can do is let the other human being know that's that's going to be affected by your lateness. Yeah. Let, you know that it's coming. Let them know. Most human beings, because we are imperfect as we are, they will give you the grace but we build it up in our own mind that yes. they are not going to give us the grace, that they're going to be disappointed, that they're going to be pissed off. They're not. They're not going to be that way. Right. And if they are, did you really want them in your life? Yeah, no, I'm all set with that. I'm all, I'm all set with that nonsense. <laughs> you, know, so you kind of start to figure out how to weed people out of your life, too. And that's OK. It doesn't mean that they're terrible people. It means they're just not your vibe. And that's OK. So. Oh, I love that, dude. I love, listen, I, I have this conversation all the time that I did. A, I did a podcast about maybe three weeks ago, four weeks ago. It was all about the circle. Remember, remember, in, uh, remember Robert De Niro and meet the parents and, yeah. uh, and Ben Stiller was like, you know, talking to me, he goes the circle of trust, the circle of trust. And I know it was meant in cheeky uh, humor, but I, I believe it's true because yeah. if you look at who's in your circle and this is what I did as the exercise for the podcast, I said, I want you to take a look at your phone and I want you to see what your last five or six messages was to that person that you think is in that circle, that pe- those people that you want in your tribe, you wanting you know rooting you on and lifting you up and if they haven't reached out to you to check on you or they haven't done anything like that but it's all been you going out to them all the time or every conversation you have has been negative or it's been like oh the world's coming to an end and blah 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 and all this stuff like that you have to readjust and take a look and see who's in that circle of yours so i love what you just said a second ago sometimes you got to make that tough decision and say peace out homie you got to go you know what i mean and here's the other thing on that too just as as a wrap that up it's it doesn't mean it's final. Give right. people grace. 
right? Give people the grace. If they want to come back into your life, yes. let them come back into your life. But it's going to be their effort first. It's yes. Be their effort first. And that's okay to set that boundary with them. You know, that's an okay thing as a human being to do. So, yeah, but for me, finding, uh, finding structure is where happiness begins for me. And, like you know, that. there's, there's people out there that will be like, well, that takes away spontaneity. Now, I disagree with that entirely. Listen, I've operated a business. This is my fifth season. I have not worked a single weekend in five years. In five nice. years, owning a business. And um, that comes down to the way I schedule things, the way that I prioritize things. I am dad first. On the weekends, I am dad how first. Many, how many kids do you have, Ben? I've got two, a 10 and a seven. And coincidentally, this week, uh, my ex-wife, she's out in Colorado for eight days. And so I'm doing the single dad stuff, running them around. And they're coming to work with me, too. They. Nice. I think it's important for your kids to see what you do during the day. It's not yes. always making TikToks. It's how, how do you have those conversations with other human beings? How do you engage with human beings? You know, what, what do your kids think of your, uh, of your TikTok uh, uh, fame? You know what I mean? I mean, how many, how many followers do you have on TikTok, Ben? Uh, we're at 187,000 now. 187,000. That's a lot. That's a lot of followers. That's a lot of followers. What do the kids think about that? Do they go, are they jealous? Are they proud? Like, what, what are they? How, how do they feel? Honestly, they don't ask me how many followers I have. That no. like, They might not even know the number of how many followers I have. Uh, because for me personally, that's not something I go after. Like, the, it's always it's been. A priority. No, it's not number of followers. It's it's on It's quality. It's quality yeah. of quantity for me. And what I'm finding is like early on, one like one of the reasons I didn't do social media was I was very afraid that by, by putting myself out there, I would turn people off from doing business with me, that it would be a detriment to my business. Gotcha. And what I have found is the exact opposite. There are people that will go look at my, at my, they'll go see, you know, box paintings website. They'll see the little tab that says the box dad, they'll click over there. They can see some of that content, my merchandise, and then they can get a little more curious if they want to dig deeper and hop on TikTok. What I find is that my main demographic of people are normally over the age of 55 homeowners, yep. over the age of 55. That's a demographic I go through. And if they are turned off by what they see, whether they see Becky pop up and I'm doing makeup through the glasses or whatever. Well, we'll talk about Becky, my friend. We'll talk about Becky. <laughs> but, they, but if they see that and they're turned off by that, they will not call. They will not call. And what has already happened in that engagement right there is they've weeded themselves out from calling me. And now we're not wasting each other's time for an estimate. Right. We're not, we're not moving down a road that we believe is going to be unhealthy long-term. So this year, what I'm noticing is my booking rate is up. The quality of clients are insanely better. They know what to expect. I, really? had, I had one, the, the, I did that fancy like dance in front of that blue door yesterday. Yep. Mm -hmm. I get to the door, I knock on the door and she goes, are you going to do a TikTok in front of this door? And I was like, yeah. She goes, okay, I took everything off my door. The reason I need to put it back up so that you can do this. TikTok. I want my door to be pretty. Oh my gosh. All right. <laughs> then, then she puts the wreath up. She puts the wreath up and I'm like, okay, I'm getting ready. I have my stand, you know, I'm getting ready to do this dance. And she walks past me out to her front lawn and she's standing there with a cup of coffee. No joke. Arms crossed like this. And I was like, well, what are, what's she doing? And she goes, Oh, I was just going to watch you. <laughs> and 
I'm like, I'm dead. I'm freaking dead. It was so good. And, you know, she's watching. She's watching. She watches me do the first couple of takes. She goes back inside her house because her dogs are barking. She comes back out about 15 minutes later and she goes, I just got a call from my husband who is watching you on the ring right behind me. And she's he's like, watching on the ring camera over there. What's going on? How? And she goes, don't worry. Everything's fine. The painter's oh my God. <laughs> <That's> too much. <laughs> but that's the world I live in now is yeah. we're getting to a point where if they are on social media, if my clients are on social media, we're getting to that point where they almost expect it. Like they like it's an expectation that oh he's gonna make a TikTok today. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna yeah. make a TikTok today. And so it's we have a lot of fun though. And like I said, you think about that that moth to the flame concept, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The goal is to be the flame. The goal is to be the flame. Attract the people you want to attract. Oh, I love that. Because if you are doing that part of it, if you're if you are attracting human beings to yourself that you find engaging, uh, supportive, all those things, keep going with that. Don't stop. Don't ever stop. Don't let people bring you down. Just pedal down and see where it goes because it's a it's a lot more fun. So I love that. I, I love everything about what you just said a minute ago. You know, there's a lot of people that will ask me the same exact questions. They're always like, hey, how come you're so positive? I don't understand. Like, yeah, are you this way all the time? And I'm like, if you could see me when I first wake up, when I go from my bed to the coffee maker, mm -hmm. if you could see me at that time, my wife doesn't even talk to me at that time. She doesn't even make eye contact with me at that time. As a matter of fact, more often than not, she'll have a cup of coffee when she hears me rumbling around sitting next to the coffee maker already poured because I'm a grumpy ass every time I, I'm just like, I just, you know, but to your point, which you said a little bit ago, which meant, meant a lot to me there was when you said you intentionally get up and you make a conscious choice of what kind of day you're going to have or what kind of day you're going to start off with. Right. Mm -hmm. So what I do is in the morning, a lot of my followers and a lot of my listeners here on the podcast know that when in my bathroom I have on my mirror, I have a list on the left hand side, basically how many people you're going to positively impact today. Right. Like literally asking the question, uh, what are your goals for setting that to there? And then on the right hand side, it lists out all the things that I'm most grateful for. Right. So yeah. the things that I fight for every day are listed on the right. So when I'm in there brushing my sweaters off my teeth going, ar, 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 you know, like this, and I look up and I go, oh, man, this is you're absolutely right. This, it's it sets my mind on the right direction. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm going to be that flame you were talking about where I know that if I spread positivity and I can stay consistent with what I truly believe we can do. I know you're one of those, one of those people that I want in my tribe because I know I want people that are of the same cloth, you know what I mean, that want to be able to spread positivity, have fun, and just go out there and make a difference. And I, and I love you for that. And I think that that's a really, really great way to be able to tie that back and to say that the flame attracts it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I, I love the consistency part of what you said. It, 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 consistency doesn't mean you don't get to have bad days. Remember right. that, right? Consistency doesn't mean we don't get to have bad days. But consistency is still the effort at making it a choice. So, right. I love exactly. that. Exactly. Not at all.
Awesome, man. All right. So let's let's get into you a little bit. So here we are. Here we are meeting each other on TikTok. I see that you're uh, a guy that owns a painting company. You got all kinds of different stuff here. I know you're talking about some future uh, endeavors with like franchising and all kinds of great stuff that you know could be happening with the business. But let's turn back the clocks a little bit. Tell me a little bit about your story and tell me a little bit about where you're at, where you're from. Tell me a little bit about your history behind, yeah. you know, before we know just the paint guy. There's got to be a whole story behind that, that, that aspect. Story. Uh, you know, first off, born and born and raised in Oregon, uh, born and raised in Oregon. I only left when I joined the military. Um, when, what when branch I, were you in? I was in the army. I was in 19 army. kilo. So I was a tanker on the M1A1 Abrams. Nice. By the time I left, I was Sergeant Abbey. And uh, th there was goals to being Sergeant Abbey. Definitely. I wanted to be called Sergeant Abbey. So that was a thing. I served for five months, uh, five years, two months and 13 days. And, you know, for me, the service was always a means to an end. It was it was a stepping stone. And really, it was giving me the structure I needed because what had happened was from the age of 18 until 21, I went to college. And when I say I went to college, I was on campus. Uh, that <laughs> I, was, I was around. Yeah. Uh, I, I, he, oh, there he is. There's a the guy laying over the couch. There he is. This guy right here. So, no, and, you know, finding that structure in the military, it was it was life altering. No doubt about it. It was necessary. Had to do it when I got done with that. Um, OK, well, real quick, just quick. Sure. Back there. At 16, I, I started painting houses at 16 is when I started. Wow. Painting houses. Uh, I worked for my neighbor uh, who owned his own painting company and and he lived right across the street from us. His name was Ken. He's an awesome human being. But he was he like the way that I think people would describe me, he was that awesome 30 something year old in the neighborhood that didn't, I mean, I have kids now, but didn't have kids at the time. And he would be the one out throwing the football with us. He's the one having the snowball fights in the neighborhood with all the kids, yeah. you know, him versus the world out there. But that was Ken. And I love that about Ken. Yep. Uh, and then I would have family and friends through college, uh, call me and say, Hey, Ben, we know you know how to paint. If we buy the paint and, and rent you a sprayer, can you come make this happen? Yeah. Absolutely. I give them the friends and family discount. I do it on the weekends. And because I, I was also working a nine to five uh, job then also. And it was great. I loved it. And the, you know, for my, myself, my father had told me that he always wanted me to have a skill trade skills that I'd always have to fall back. It's on. so important. It's, it's, it's so forgotten these days, no more trades. You know what I mean? Like seriously. Absolutely. And so I didn't at that point in my life, didn't think it was going to be a business. No thoughts of business there. When I went into the military, I'm in the army and I'm in Germany. Uh, in Germany, they figure out that I know how to do this stuff. Painting, drywall repair. Uh, oh, while you were in the military, they found this? Yeah, they figured it out. They figured this stuff out and they put me to work. And by that point, I, I become Sergeant Abbey. And when you're a sergeant, you can have soldiers, right? You're like, you have soldiers underneath you. They right. gave me 10 soldiers and they said, we need you to train these 10 individuals on how to do what you know how to do. Go make it happen. And we went through and we redid all the barracks on this post. My official title was post coordinator. I had keys to every single building on that post. <laughs> on my resume, right? I have the, I get to say that, uh, that I was in charge of over $1 billion of real army property, U.S. Wow. government property that I had control of at any given time. It was an insane amount of responsibility for somebody like myself. But the cool part was, is I only answered to a general. I only answered to a two-star, which is very weird when you're a sergeant. That's not a yeah, normal relationship. It is, yeah. 
Um, and so it was just a very different army experience for me, but it was there that I started figuring out that I think I could do this long-term, like that this was something I could develop into what I wanted to do. Uh, from there, after I got done with the army, I would start with a company called college works painting. And first of all, how long have you been, how long have you been out of the military? Uh, since November of 2008, 2008. So I mean, what, 12 years ago, 13 13 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's been. Right, a go ahead. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. I, I just wanted to know how long you've been out. So yeah, it's been a minute, that's for sure. And when I say yeah. thirteen years, that's when you start really feeling old. I know, I know. I got out. I so I, I was in the military. I joined right out of high school. I was ninety one, and I was in for eleven years. So two thousand two is when yeah. I got out because I wanted to raise a family and and get out. And 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 my wife was very honest with me to say the reason I got out was because she was like, listen. I, your next tour of duty is going to be you're going to be gone again for like 10 months out of the year i can't do it and i was like choices do i want to put her through that or do i want to raise a family or do i want to go in the military and retire now don't get me wrong the pension would be beautiful it would be great you know sure. but the quality of life that i have with my wife and my family and my wonderful son listen no better choice than that right there so that's why i got out too Absolutely. and thanks for your service i actually didn't know that you served thank you for hey, thanks buddy uh, so from, from the army, I would start with a company called college works painting college works. And what they do is they teach students how to run and operate a painting company during the summer while they're going to school. And I would shine in this environment. There was, uh, I, I was a top performer across the board, uh, at every level, whether it was an intern, a district manager, a VP, all those things, I would shine. And it was there that I really started figuring out that what one of my greater passions is the mentoring aspect of 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 uh, engaging with people. Mm -hmm. That I figured out that that's where it happened, and it was so important for me because after college works, uh, what would ultimately come was I would go through and work for a couple of different general contracting outfits, build out my resume to understand carpentry a little bit more because I was still so focused solely on paint. Through the general contractors, I'd learn remodels, I'd learn general carpentry and how to bid that out. And from there, it was in 2017, well, in February, 2017, the last uh, company that I worked for that it was not my own, they bounced a couple of checks. They were struggling money-wise, couldn't figure yeah. out because we're bringing in money. And at the end of it, made the decision that I had an exit plan. And my exit plan was box painting. Uh, mm. I had formulated the idea. Had yeah, to I was look- say, where's the name come from, box painting? So it's kind of random, actually. I was, uh, so I'm on the, I, I'm leaving uh, a job site. And the last name of the job was Box. Uh, was, uh, last name of the job was Box. And it was this old home, 1905, I think. And they had a uh, they had done a remodel on it, found some cool stuff in that home, like depression era kind of stuff where wow. you, find, you find pistols behind the walls in the studs of the oh, wall. Yeah, tucked away and yeah, yeah. Your valuables depression era, right? That's, that's yeah. how it went. And so as I'm leaving that job site, I was on the phone with my operations manager and I, I was letting him know that, hey, we got to get ready to do the box painting job. And as soon as I said it, it clicked. Box painting. We all live in a box. That's what I'm going to call it. I immediately called my wife. Ah. I immediately called my wife and I said, I think I'm going to call it box painting. And I didn't have to say another word. She goes, that's freaking genius. Mm. 
she said, I'll start making up a logo. So my wife starts making up a logo. She Hannah's going through making this logo. And the first logo was a three-dimensional thing where it was really busy. It's a house that you're looking at. And it had the word box written in the side. It was just too busy for a, a logo for a shirt or anything like that. Right. And we sent the idea. We sent the idea to uh, a lady that had done uh, family photos for us. And she mm. said, no problem, I'll send you back some three proofs. Here you go. And I chose the most simple one of them all. And it is box painting, right? So yep. just super simple, uh, you know, and now with the box dad, this is the box dad logo. It's from box painting logo. And yeah, it's, we've been operational since 2017. And I know for a fact, I will never work for another human being in my life. There's oh, no, it's, it's so good working for yourself, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it is. I'll never forget the first morning. I'll never, I'll never forget the first morning you're working for yourself. You wake up and I remember thinking to myself, so what am I going to do today? And it was on me. There was no, there was no schedule. There's, I didn't have any appointments yet. I don't, I don't yeah. have going on and it's, it's okay. Let's go make this freaking thing happen. And mm. from there it was go. So yeah. Did it start off with just you and only you? It's still only me. Yeah. Oh, that, you don't have anybody working with you? So the way I run my company is I run subcontractors only. So I am my only gotcha. employee. I do my own production. I do my own sales. I do it all. And that will lead to why I believe I can franchise the hell out of this company. Uh, I know, man. I know. This, 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 well, let's talk about, let's get right into that. So yeah. here you are, you know, being successful at where you're at right now, starting off on the groundwork, right? Even outside of COVID and outside of all this stuff and using social media, making the decision, I've got to use social media to uh, make it relevant and be able to bring it to the forefront of being a priority of promoting my business and doing those kind of things. And now very recently, I was on a couple of your lives and you were talking about some of those meetings that you were having about franchising and really trying to work with that. What's your reasoning of why you want to franchise that out? Of course, oh. not just because because it'd be money and monetary and have residual incomes and everything else. But what, 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 what's your reasoning for doing that? So uh, first know that 2019 was our best year, best yep. year for box painting. I was very happy, proud of that year. 2020 comes obviously it's COVID yada, yada, yada. As we get into 2021, I knew it was going to be a big year. I could feel it coming. And part of it was that I know for myself right now, I don't have to grow anymore. I could elect to stay where things are at, do these numbers, this, this overall revenue that I'm doing about right now. And I could, I could have the house I want, the toys I want, the time with the kids, the vacations. I could, it would be a satisfactory life, right. satisfactory, where I don't work weekends. I don't, I don't sacrifice anything. You know what I mean? That it just functions. I could continue doing that. Then I get this bug. Then I get that entrepreneurship bug. Right. And there's two choices. There's it's two your drive, man. It's your drive. It's how you're yeah. wired, man. It is. It is how I'm wired. And those two choices are this. Um, I could do it a traditional way. Hire out project managers, find salespeople, go get actual crews that, that are underneath me and that I'm controlling and, and go that route. My belief in doing it in what I would call a traditional model is that I would have to start giving up weekends, that I would have to, to make somebody else be as successful as a salesperson as I can be, that they would have, that I would have to work with them on a right. week. Right. That you have to start giving up that time. And I am unwilling to do that. It mm -hmm. is uncompromising for me. 
So the next option is franchising. The mm. neat about, now there's, 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 I, I talked to some of my mentors and they told me, I don't know about franchising, Ben. Don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's downsides. I, I thought the same way. Same thing when I was on your live and you were talking about, it, I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. Wait, uh, what, where's, where, where are we going with this? I don't understand. Yeah. What's this? So, and for me, the, the, the idea is this by somebody paying into the idea that they're going to pay a franchise fee for whatever, whatever geographic location they're going to have that buy-in alone gives me the opportunity to get them bought in on the idea that they don't have to work weekends mm. right there, that I, that they're at the very least teachable, trainable, mentorable into an idea that I have, right. That they're buying mm. into my idea. So, um, moving forward with that idea it was not monetary at all. It's just about wanting to impact others. Oh, wow. And for me, the, so there's, there's going to be stages to this whole thing. There's lots of stages. Um, the franchising part, we're actively doing that right now, getting ready to franchise. I hooked up with a company and I, if anybody's a business owner out there, I strongly encourage it. I think they're fantastic. It's called Franchise Genesis. They're a consulting group. And for a, a fee, you get uh, legal help. You get the, the disclosure help, the operations manual, all the things that you need to have in order to be a franchise in any given state. They do that for you. And then if you want to sell your franchise and be done with it at the end of your career, it's a Genesis company. They will help you exit that concept also. Mm. So with all of that, the franchising was about me maintaining the idea that I'm not going to give up weekends. That's really right. what came down to is I, I'm not going to give up weekends. I won't do it. It's not going to happen. And that's really the only way I could figure it was going to work for me um, and still be able to grow. Right. I want to grow, have that bug, but there's no doubt that I'm going to do it a different way. And we go back to that idea that uh, I feel like this year I've started to attract different clients, not different, but higher quality clients. Sure. I think that I can do the same thing with franchising. Most franchise, most franchise models, you know, you're, you, you get put into a broker network of, of people that have money and they want to invest and then put pe their people in operation. That's great. Right. It can work. There's no doubt about it. I believe that through TikTok and other social media outlets that I can be the flame and attract the people that I want to attract mm. and get them bought in on what it is that box painting will become. And the long-term three to five year plan right now is that box painting will be a massive service and charitable organization. Um, so actually I haven't spoken this out loud, but I know what's this all about. Well, we got the big uh, reveal right now. <laughs> you know, this epiphany actually only came a couple of weeks ago. We're going to call it box foundation. Um, I'm working with my CPA on setting all that uh, 5501C up, uh, you know, nonprofit stuff like that. And we're going to call it Box Foundation. And the idea is going to be that it's going to help community centers, any community center, whether it's uh, women's shelters, any, any, doesn't matter, kids' shelters, anything. Yep. anything that is right. a community center that needs rehab work done, needs rehab work done. Box painting will look to match any donations that come from followers. And we are going to be able to service those things in any state because I will be a franchise and be operational in any state. And then the long-term goal is to get Sherwin-Williams to provide all materials. Right. So that's, that's what I want. I want. So 
So what I love to hear from this, okay, so everybody that's listening on the podcast right now or anybody that's watching right now, here's the thing. You have to think about and listen to what he's saying right here. What he's saying to you is, is that he has a vision. He knows exactly what direction he wants to move in with it. He's not going to take no for an answer, and he's going to continue to fight like hell to be able to get there because he believes wholeheartedly in it, and he knows this is what he wants to do. He also has that whole philanthropic side of it to make a foundation or some sort of you know, way to be able to give back to communities, to be the flame, to do the thing. Listen to all the things that you're hearing him say, and if you're not inspired and you don't want to jump out of your shoes right now to go open a business or do whatever the hell you want to do, let's make that happen right now. I love it because I think a lot of people are at the place, especially right now coming out of covid where a lot of people are do i go back to work do i go back to my nine to five do i go back to business what do i do i have this entrepreneurial spirit that i kind of learned during covid i sold a little bit of this i did a little bit of that what can i do i think a lot of people are at that decision making place right now to decide what they want to do with themselves and i think that ben is a great example of continuing to push forward and continue to be able to do that I, i appreciate all that insight man that's really great yeah and so and it's just you know for me the acts of kindness is my love language, right? Service acts of kindness, it's a love language for me. And it always has been, whether that was through scouting and doing my being an Eagle scout, all those things, serving the country, all that important. This is the next step because up until this point, my only service has been to people that are paying me. Right. Right. Like the, the homeowners that are paying me to do work, I, I provide a great service to them. I believe in that wholeheartedly that the service I provide is greater than anything else that they're going to find out there. But beyond that, it, it needs to be what's next. How how can we go go more, make it right. better, impact more people down the road? And um, with, you know, the backing of almost 200,000 followers. Yeah, we're going to make some waves and we're going to get some some larger vendors to start noticing. Absolutely. You know? And it's a lot of fun when they start noticing. I want you to know that. Like, Oh, yeah, man. That's what that, you know, you start you get some of these vendors like Sherwin Williams to start noticing. And there's other people that don't like that. There's other contractors that they don't like uh, people like me that are no all. Well, no, all the puns intended out of the box. Right. They're, right. they're an out of the box thought process. And they they attack it. That's uncomfortable for people. You know why? Because you're against the norm. You're yeah. you're against what the the status quo is. And I hate status quo. Absolutely. Let's get out of the space of status quo and be different and do something that you deserve. That's it. Absolutely. And and fight for it every freaking day. Wake up and just make that decision that it's worth it. That it's that you're worth it. Right. That it's just it's valuable to others and yourself. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's the vision is box foundation will be a thing. And, you know, it's funny because even, you know, I, I went to Atlanta, uh, to do this franchising expo in the lead up to going through this consulting company. And in the lead up to it, I actually did not disclose to followers what it was I was doing. And then I got to Atlanta and I said, okay, now, now I'm going to disclose what's going on. I think on. I was there on that live when you, when you said, this is why I'm here. And I'm like, oh, and for me, that's the accountability part. That's, 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 I, I call it social accountability, right? Where you put something out in the world, right? I'm telling you right now that in three to five years, Box Foundation, like the goal in, in by 2030 is that we're doing a quarter of a million dollars in charitable foundation work. That's Amazing. what I'm 
That's the number I'm after. 2030. Write it down. But that accountability for others to say and, and hold me to that and say, hey, Ben, it's 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 2029. <laughs> Are you ready? And I want to be able to say, yeah, I'm ready. Here I go. And if I'm not ready, what what was the failure in the lead up to it? It's okay right. to have failure. That's not a it, don't 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 beat yourself up. Give yourself grace. Things happen in life. But can you can you have could you have made better decisions along the way? That's that's where I want to be. Well, so, it's all learning. It's all learning. You know, everything that we're doing is we're, we're I mean, listen, we're just trying to be the best version of ourselves. We're just trying to where everyone, every single one of us, no matter where you're at, no matter what your journey is, no matter what you're trying to be able to accomplish, we're all trying to be the best version of ourselves. The problem is, is that we set those standards really high for ourselves or we're our own worst critic. Right. Like you just said a second ago, we hit that first bump in the road and then we give up on ourselves because we're like, I'm a failure. You know, I, I, I can't do this anymore. Well, let me just be honest with you when you're trying to be able to do something like ben's doing or anybody's doing when they're trying to be able to set a a five three five ten year goal of something that that um monumental you got to look at it and say you're going to hit bumps in the road and you're going to hit you're going to skin your knee you're going to scrape your elbows you're going to get a black eye every once in a while you can sit back and go man i got to keep on fighting if if it means that much to me i'm not going to take no for an answer i'm going to keep on fighting for the good cause you know absolutely Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so that's, that's where it's going. Uh, that's what I see the long-term value of it being. And, you know, people ask me often, you know, well, what's the legacy effect for your children? I'm not going to burden them with that. That's not for me to burden my kids with. If they want to be a part of what box painting is or will become, that's for them. That's for them. I will immerse them in what it is I do. But if they come to me later on in life and say, dad, this isn't what I want to do. That's fine. Then we'll sell it and it's gone. I don't mind. Right. I, I can I can take it right back down. I don't have any problem with that. You know? So is this no matter what, this was always being my own boss was my dream. That doesn't mean it's their dream. You right. know what I mean? So I think that Ooh, a lot that's of- really important though. We we as parents try to push a lot of shit on them and try to be able to do some stuff to them that can be pretty, you know what I mean? That can be pretty tough. And when we try to push our our values and our not our values, but our our ideas of what it, what things are to be able to move things forward, you know? Absolutely. And it can it can ultimately harm them, right? Yes. That that all of a sudden they feel inferior because they weren't able to do what it is dad or mom were able to do. Mm-hmm. That's not the case at all. You just had a different path. We all have a different path. They can do it too. And they're doing things that are awesome. So no, it's uh it's fun. It's a lot of fun. We uh yeah, no. I'm excited about the future for box painting. It's gonna be a good time. By November, we expect to be operational on the franchise front. And that 2022, I would like to have five to ten operational franchises. And you know, people ask me, are you gonna stay regional? Are you gonna do X, Y, and Z? Where are you going? What are you gonna do? If I find a candidate on the other side of the country, you know, in Baltimore, it matches what you're looking at. Yep. Let's do it. I'm not, I will not be bound by the idea that we need to keep it regional, right? Mm -hmm. That's not where I'm at. Um, This is about people, not about regions. So uh, if, I find the right people, then we're going to move forward with the right people. So, yeah, it's going to be exciting to watch, man. And I know you got a lot of other things uh, with your fingers and a lot of different little pots right now. And I know that you just started a little bit ago a podcast, too. And I know we're coming up towards the end of this one. But I wanted to have you give a shout out to your podcast. I'm going to put the uh, right down at the bottom, guys. This is what the name of it is. It's how to with uh, Luke and Ben. 
yeah. you can find it on Apple and uh, Odyssey. But uh, let, tell us a little bit about that, Ben. I'm sure it has something to do a little bit with uh, the DIY stuff and really kind of fixing stuff and moving things forward. Sure. But how's it going and what, what are you working on with that? So uh, on the podcast, you know, that came to fruition because of a media company I use that does SEO and SEM for box painting. And Luke is actually an on-air talent here on a, on a 1080 The Fan, um, and he just does sports talk radio. And I was letting him know that I thought podcasting was something I wanted to get into at the yeah. beginning of this year. And he said, he came to me and said, well, guess what? I've got a studio and I've done some podcasts. Let's, let's see what we can put together. And we called it How To With Luke and Ben. The first episode was How To TikTok. We talked about Becky. We talked about Becky. <laughs> super fun. All right. So so let's cover that for a second, guys. We're going to get back into the podcast. But Becky is Ben's like alter ego, like literally is is, is a character yeah. that he puts on a wig. He's got the glasses and he comes out there and I crack up every single yeah. Becky, Becky. Okay. Becky is the sass to my kindness, right? <laughs> the alter ego sass to what I bring kindness wise. The kindness yep. smile is me. Becky is all attitude. She's side eye and attitude. That's what she needs <laughs> to do. And you know, Becky is, she, it's so funny how she came about because it's just so random, right? That I, I so we're, we're COVID cleaning, right? We're cleaning out closets. We're just going through stuff. My yeah. son comes down in this blonde wig. <laughs> not on six-year-old son right <laughs> he comes down and he uh he goes he's got this wig on and the first thing i thought was oh my gosh how can i use this for a tiktok big lebowski the dude was the first thing the dude I the dude it had to do the dude right through the robe on all the, all of it and then i did another bit where uh it was a nick swordson comedian bit and he's talking about his mom is in the kitchen and all of a sudden now the wig is a female wig and I've got the glasses on and a, a pink robe, right? And I would do a couple other little little bits and I had a follower say, hey, you've been doing this blonde a little while now. I think it's time we give her a name. <laughs> and me being me, I was like, you know what? And I made a TikTok. I said, listen, you all are the ones that watch her. So you get to name her. Top like comment get, is, the name of the, is the name of the alter ego and I'll send you a shirt and hat. Lady named Cynthia in uh, in uh, North Carolina wins, and it's yep. Becky with the good hair. Becky with the good hair wins. I love it. I and love it. From there, that's even more shell, like coming out of your shell more. Because I was going to say that's like so not you. It oh, like literally is your other side. <laughs> yeah, it's my other side. And so then, 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 right? My followers they start sending me makeup. They start sending, me <laughs> and they're like, "You need to do these makeup tutorials." And what I would do is I would select, like, I think one of the first ones I did was Christine Snaps. Christine puts on these magnetic eyelashes. Yeah. Well, followers just happened to get me magnetic eyelashes. I couldn't believe it, dude. I was like, what is going on? And that bit, and then I would do, I did more than a housewife. I've used official Stephanie Johnson. Uh, oh, I've she's used, great. She's fantastic. Just uh, be Jules. I've, I've used so many uh, females, like, audio. And all it is is just me butchering makeup right <laughs> just butchering it at one point with more than a housewife anna's sound i swear to you i look like a raccoon like <laughs> black eyeshadow all the way around and then in the, at the end of that that audio 
Anna does this thing where she's like, and just finish it off with the perfect set of fall earrings, right? <laughs> and she brings these feathered earrings to her to her ears. Yeah. And what I, I don't have earrings, nor do I have my ears pierced. I quite literally grabbed two pheasant tail feathers and I put them into the into the wig. And I came back and they're just they're down in my freaking my, my belly button. And the goal, the goal with Becky, the goal with Becky is the reactions. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm after with Becky. I want to see you rolling on the floor. I want to see tears falling from your eyes. That's what I'm after with Becky because it it is it's it's totally different. It will catch you off guard. And when you see makeup being done through the lens of an eyeglass, you're like, how the hell is he doing that? Because I can also I I've gotten to the point where I'm doing and the lady followers are gonna be like, how's he do it? I can do a bat wing eye eyeliner. <laughs> Through the glasses, like it's impressive. <laughs> is is an impressive thing. So. Oh my god, that's so funny! I yeah. love it. All right, so we so we talked about Becky. We talked about Becky, and now <laughs> I'm, I keep on cracking up, man, because I picture you in that outfit and I picture you in the whole thing. It just it makes me laugh every time. But all right, so let, so we get back to the podcast real quick. Yeah. So you, you you wanted to start with that an already on air radio personality out there in Oregon, and yep. basically said, "Come on board, and let's let's fire let's this thing up." let's see what this is. And, you know, really it was just, it was me wanting to do something, just kind of that next new thing, you know? And then, so episode two, we did how to hire a contractor, my tips and tricks on, on how you should, the, the red flags you should look for in hiring contractors. It's important so, stuff to be honest with you. Yeah. And you know, this happened yesterday, actually. It was really so many cool. people get taken advantage of a lot of times, a lot of times. And the thing mm -hmm. about it is, and this is going to be for unless unless Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos is listening to this thing right now. I don't think they're this is for everybody listening. Your home, the home that you currently own or are paying a mortgage on after your children is the largest investment that you will most likely make in your life, in your life. To have people working on the largest investment of your life. If you do not take the time to do the diligence that is necessary, right, for that investment, you are not doing yourself justice. You right. need to understand what you should be looking for and the things that if they come up, it's like you should you should question that. Because so often as new homeowners, new homeowners enter a home and they don't know. They don't know the jargon. They don't know the verbiage of what it is that they're looking at. You know, it's just it, it all gets so convoluted for them that all of a sudden you can find yourself in a conversation where you are agreeing to things that you have no idea what that cost will be. But until you get to the end of that project and they're like, hey, I need twenty five thousand dollars. And you're like, whoa, where'd that come from? Yeah. Yeah. Right? And those situations are the absolute worst gut punch ever. For any yeah. home, it is it is tragic and it happens far too often um, with fly by night operations and things like that. So, how to hire a contractor was the second episode, and then third episode was how to DIY, how to do some DIY projects. Uh, there's a lot of neat little simple projects that we can do around our house in the summertime that just you don't need a contractor for. And if you just had a couple little tips and tricks, minor tools, you can get this done. So. Yeah, I, I DIY because uh, I'm I'm subscribed to YouTube all the time. Like to be honest with you, listen, it's one of the biggest resources that I've ever learned in my life. Is you could find anything 
on the web is having the savvy to find out the right ones or trust the uh, people doing it and stuff like that. But that's really cool, man. I, I really think that um, if you really, really push forward with the podcast, are you doing video cast too? Or are you doing just podcast uh, audio? Just, just audio right now. Just audio right now. Um, you know, we'll, we're going to see what it, it, for me, it's all just evolution of things, right? That, that right. metamorphosis process of what comes next. So getting, just doing the podcast alone was plenty for me to just say, okay, this is fun. I like oh, this. Cool. It's fun. So yeah. we'll see what comes, but I'm not going to lie. This, this whole stream yard thing, I'm digging this. This is, yeah, man. This I'll is, give you some tips and pointers on that. <laughs> so, well, we'll talk about that in our episode four, because we got liquid Shano coming on episode four. Yeah, for- guys, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be popping over to uh, uh, Luke and Ben's uh, podcast over there. And we're going to learn about some stuff and I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to talk a little bit. Hopefully we'll have a little conversation around composting. I know I told you that in the thing where I was like, I got to know about some composting because my composting efforts are not really working all that well. It's just a bunch of stinky mess right now is what I dig it. it. Coincidentally, I am, I have quite the green thumb, a gift from my mother and uh, my grandfather actually. Uh, Well, then you're in the minority in the world because I don't think everybody has the green thumb. Last night, last night on my live, I was killing, I was killing a bowl full of blueberries just uh, from, from our garden, just a massive bowl of blueberries. Love oh, it. that's awesome. That's life. awesome. So life. there's a couple of, there's only one, one, maybe one or two questions that I have for you here to end out the podcast, Ben, is this, and, I, and I'd love to have you back on again, because this has been great dialogue anyway, but here's the thing, right? So there's two things I wanted to ask you. So first of all, I know that you went through and you talked about your ex-wife and you talked about the different stuff that you were there. And, and while you were on TikTok, to be honest with you, literally through the lives and through your own personal, like, with people that are on there i'm one of them that go on there to to uh visit and and visit the lives and we were on there when hannah was on there before and now she's not and how did you like just to be honest with you or or to be honest with me anyway because i know it's hard for me to unveil some of that personal stuff that we have that goes on in our lives Uh, how did you handle that how did it feel that that you're sitting there having conversations and it's like wow man this is really deeply personal about a lot of the stuff and everybody asks you the questions and they're like hey what's going on so tell me a little bit about that you know uh so for me you know i'm i do as much full disclosure stuff as i possibly can you know i'm not going to get into the weeds of it but what i will tell you is that um hannah and i had 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 a breakup a split uh nine years ago we married 16 years Eight, nine years ago, we had a split for about four months. And it was all me. It was all me. And that we always talked about that openly. And we would talk about it on our lives that we would do. And what would happen on those lives is I would get affirmation of, oh, Ben, thank you for being so open and honest. Thank you for doing X, Y, and Z. I appreciated that. But the problem with it that was coming was that there were other things that I had not disclosed to Hannah um, from uh, time. And at some point, your conscience gets to you. At yeah. some point, your conscience gets to you, and you got to come clean. Came clean on some things. And long story short, the, the divorce was amicable. We I was going to say, you guys seem to be in a good spot, like, like for the most part, you know, and yeah, you got no. kids and everything else and stuff, you know. You know, to give everybody an idea, uh, Hannah and I split at the end of January, and by the time our divorce was final, mid-April of this year, so we moved through the divorce within two to two and a half, three months. Right, uh, and it was done through mediation with one lawyer. It was extremely amicable. 
we were able to, and a lot of this, not everybody gets to have this opportunity. And I understand that. Oh, that right, right, right. And I'm not saying that it, it always gets to be this way. I have a very forgiving ex-wife. Let, let me just put that yeah. on the air also. Cause I, sure. that is, she is extremely forgiving. Um, yeah. But we were able to save the house, save the cars, save business. All of it is saved. And in fact, before June 30th next week, I will close on my house and uh, wow. I'll live about a quarter of a mile away from that, from the kids here at this house. So it is. Okay. Going back to that happiness is a choice, right? Uh, you're, you're, you're going right into what I was about to talk about. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Deciding how you're going to handle every engagement in your life is a choice. Yes. And it doesn't mean it's going to be happy. Hannah and I, we went, th those two and a half months were hard. We had yes. hard conversations, had yep. hard, difficult conversations. But at the end of each of those conversations, I know that each of us felt that we were getting closer to resolution on what we wanted to see for our kids. Right. Because at the end of it all, at the end of it all, your kids are the most important. That's thing. the important piece. Yep. Kids are the most important thing. And it was, we did not want, it wasn't that we wanted to hide from them what was going on. That's not it. We told them what was going on, but we did not want them to feel any of that. Whether right. that was that, those heated conversations, right? Like Hannah and I, we didn't fight in the lead up to, to divorce. We didn't, we didn't argue. We didn't have, you know, those conversations. It wasn't like that. Right. Um, and so- for, but after, you know, after separation, then we go into some, some heated conversations. And the idea was, is how do we make sure that the kids understand what it is, but not necessarily feel it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that revolved around the idea that trying to keep things as normal as possible, uh, structured as possible, holding on to the house was important. It's all, you know, and fortunately, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I'm fortunate enough that I do own my own business. And I, I have the flexibility to be there at any given point. And, and an example is this week that I'm currently living in. Hannah said, I'm, I'm going to Colorado for eight days. I was like, no problem. Have a good time. Right. I'll, I got the kids. It's here's it's the other thing I'm going to add on to it though, Ben is this. So first of all, if any of your, your followers listen to this, they're going to be able to see a little bit more of the, in, the, 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 the behind the scenes stuff, which is I, I, anybody that follows you or that's part of your tribe or whatever, they always want to know just a, a little bit more about, you know, everything that's going on. But the second thing is, is that something that you said a little bit earlier in this podcast was you said, I'm the flame that that attracts that positivity. I'm the flame. I'm the driver of that. And I may make mistakes and I may fall and I may not be, I'm not perfect. And, and I keep continue to go down the road. I feel, and this is just me. And I, I, I'm bringing out my wife's hippie side that always talks about, you know, the chakras and all this other stuff that she always yeah. talks about or whatever. She always talks about the fact that, um, you know, that positive aspect the positive feeling the energy that you send out into the world comes back to you as well and i think that if you did go through all of this in an amicable way and you had strategies and you were able to I, no, not saying that it was easy because like you said it was a, a rough ride but at the end of the day i believe that positivity and the what you bring to the world comes back to you tenfold and you can literally say maybe everything that i did go through and that as as quickly as things have moved and we're in a good pretty good spot now that she could do her thing we got the kids we got houses we got whatever is because of you ben and the way that you handle things and i think that your energy into the universe helps out with that i believe that i appreciate that and it's you know 
yeah, I, there, there's a goal there, right? There's a goal that you, I want to be that over and right. over again. And uh, you, I, I think everybody struggles with the authenticity of what that's going to be. You know what I Agreed. mean? Because being authentic is being vulnerable. Oh, that's, yes. You know, so true. <laughs> being vulnerable. And when you're doing it, in a live situation or making a TikTok and um, doing and going that route, suddenly like and, and I think you you might have seen it happen a couple times on some of my lives. We do story time, right? Where I just start telling stories. They will give me words that I can just generate a story from. I don't know where that story is always going to go to, right. but all of a sudden I can find myself crying, emotionally crying because. I found a story that that I was from my past and right. brings up that level of emotion. And suddenly I'm crying on a live and they're like, and you, then you get the people like, is he okay? I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm, I'm great. Like, these are healthy tears. We're loving Look what you. you did to me. Look what you did to me with your words. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's important to show that level of vulnerability also um, because it helps. It helps the person that's trying to be that flame grow. I get flame a little bit brighter every time. And, you know, I was actually having a, a conversation with official Stephanie Johnson not too long ago. And, you know, she was talking about how she was happy for me, yada, yada, yada. And I was telling her, just so you know, it's about to get a whole hell of a lot brighter. Like this, we're not even I love it. yet. This is, we're, we're just, we're just stretching right now. We're, we're in the, <laughs> uh, the things that are coming, I fully believe are going to, truly impact the world and it's going to be a lot of fun and i'm excited about that journey so i love it man and i'm, I'm going to be excited to watch it i'm going to be excited to be riding right alongside of you man to be able to watch how this whole thing goes man i think we've become fast friends and i think that it's uh it's, like literally I, I i was telling i was telling people the other day i said if anybody if one thing you can get as a takeaway from tiktok and the social media uh, you know apps that we're playing around on and messing around on here's the thing i have friends that i've never met in person that are from the other side of the country that I consider to be part of my tribe. These people that are that are in my corner that send me messages that go, "Hey, how you doing? Is everything all right? How you know whatever else?" And I think it's just it's incredible. And if you and if I know a lot of people shy away from social media, but this could be a great example of Ben and I on how we've become friends. Guys, give it a chance. I'm telling you right now, you never know who you're going to meet. And and you know the other thing on that too is remember that positivity is a choice. Positivity is a choice, and it. You know, man, it's so easy. It's easy to be negative. It's easy to be negative. I say that all the time. People are always like, no, it isn't. It's, it's, it's easy. I said, no, it isn't. It takes work to be positive in a negative world. It Absolutely. takes so much work. So much work. So much work. <laughs> and that's because, that's because of the human condition. Right. We have self-doubt, right? We have anxiety. We question ourselves. We double guess things all the time. We don't want to. We procrastinate. That's what we do. Yes. So as procrastinating humans, we got to figure out a way around that. And if it's a smile that does it for you, then let's let's start there. That's fine by me. I'm good. I with love it. it. Let's start with a smile. All right, listen, man, we're coming up on the time. I, I'm definitely going to have Ben back, guys. I think you guys probably see uh, the connection here, but you also see right down below, I've got his link to his merchandise at boxpainting.com. I also put up the link for his Instagram. You can find him at the box dad there and on TikTok, the box dad there. And then again, like we talked about earlier, his podcast of how to with Luke and Ben uh, on Apple and Odyssey, which I'll be on. I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know. I'll kind of keep you in the loop of when I'm going to be on that. Uh, 
uh, that show. But Ben, man, it was a pleasure having you here. Uh, I love hearing your story. I love hearing people that have a dream and an idea and they actually do it. It's not just a thought and an idea that they kind of put in their head. You're actually putting the work to get it done. And I appreciate that about you. Thanks for being on my show, man. I appreciate it. Jane, it's, you know, yeah, we're, we're, we're good here. We're good here. Okay. <laughs> I dig it, man. I dig it. Such a vibe. I love it, man. I appreciate it, my man. All right, guys. So thanks so much for listening to the podcast here, guys. Uh, Like I said, this was Ben and uh, Liquid Chano here today. And uh, we'll put this out on the audio probably later this week. And then uh, you guys can find it on YouTube and on Facebook. And we'll be talking soon, guys. Have a great day. See ya. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please do us a favor and leave feedback and a five-star rating on whatever platform that you use.